another episode of our Making It Last Forever Christian Marriage and Relationship Podcast. Hey. I am your host with the most, Christ-led oh, diva. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we, of course, have host um, Yvonne on the line with us. Hi, you guys. Yes. And we are happy to be on this episode to continue our discussion of dating versus courting. Is there a difference? Yes, ma'am. In the last episode, we talked and touched a lot on what does Christian dating look like? What's the difference between dating and courting? And we're not going to go into everything we talked about in that episode. If you want nope, to know. Nope, they got to go listen. You got to yep. go back. Got to go back and listen. You, yep, you got to go back and listen. We're going to make because, you go back and listen. <laughs> we are because this episode is going to be a great continuation from that last episode. So in order to understand this episode, as Yvonne said, you got to go back and listen to the other one because mm-hmm. you are going to be blessed. So today we are going to talk about what courting is. What is courting? So Yvonne, you've already defined in the last episode what dating was and you touched briefly on, you know, the difference between dating and courting. But for this episode, if you could give the audience your definition of courting, what would it be? Um, for me, courting is just the next step. It's the next step of being exclusive to whereas um, I'm not talking to anyone else. He's not entertaining anyone else. Um and the goal is eventually um, to be in, engaged, you know, and to lead into marriage. Uh, hopefully, you know, before you go into courting, you should already know kind of where his stance is on marriage at this point. Um, for me personally, I would say I couldn't see myself me entering into a courtship if I only knew that's as far as it's going. Um mm. And it's not going to another place because then I'll feel like, well, I could have been looking for someone who had the potential of being, you know, a husband. So, yeah. So that's kind of where I um, where some of my boundaries would be um, with courting. And um, you should pretty much start doing like a deeper dive, you know, into the relationship at this point. That's awesome, awesome segue um, into what we're going to be talking about today, audience. When she said you need to, you know, at, at a certain point, start doing a deeper dive into the relationship to see is this relationship, is this dating experience worth taking to the next level? Because as Yvonne said, courting is that next level. I mean, when you start courting someone, I'm in agreement with you, Yvonne, and now it's become more um, exclusive, meaning that if, you know, I was seeing, you know, other people just kind of dating, um, and we talked about this in the last episode, not being sexually active or anything, but yeah. just kind of dating, you know, different possibly people to um, just to kind of see where our interests lie to see, you know, we have similar interests or, you know, common goals and things like that. And now, you know, I found that one person who, um, you know, I'm ready to get serious with. Um, And like you said, Yvonne, you know, even Mary, you know, because for Christians, dating should have a goal, right? Uh, Dating should not uh, necessarily be uh, aimless is what I called it um, before. Uh, it should have an end goal. And dating in order to get purpose, you should be dating with purpose, especially yes. if your goal is to, you know, to be a wife, because we are speaking to women. So if your goal is to be a wife, you're per you should be dating on purpose, like you should, there should be a reason why you're picking such person to entertain for a moment of time, because you're hoping that that will lead to somewhere. And then, you know, hopefully when you're, you know, dating such person, that's why I said, that's why I said before courting the, the, the notion of marriage, those things should at least be talked about on a surface level. You know what I mean? If it's something where like we are getting married tomorrow, no, absolutely not. 
But if he's like, yeah, that's something I thought about, you know, that's kind of where I see my life going. If I find the right person, then you already know he's already thought about it. So, you know, it wasn't just a flat out. No, I don't like I don't believe in marriages. I don't do that. Then you should already know if a woman who is looking forward to be a wife one day, you should already know this is a man you should not be entertaining. Ladies, take away that that statement dating with purpose because of course this is a christian podcast about marriage and relationships so if you're (laughs) listening to this podcast you're likely wanting to be a wife one day or you are a wife Uh, but right now we are speaking to those as yvonne said those that desire to be wives dating with purpose don't date aimlessly have in mind what it is that you want your end goal to be and that's to be married to be someone's wife and not so that you can parade around with a big rock on your finger not so you can parade around and call your your bae husband or my Mm -hmm. what's it my hubby on for the title yeah yes I call my husband hubby He's in my phone like that. Don't be a hater. <laughs> anyway, no, but you're right for the title, you know, praying around title. for the title and things like yeah. that. You know, that's not what, what marriage is about. Marriage no, is about finding that life partner. Them. Yeah. You know, and we have said this, you know, before marriage is doing life with someone, you mm-hmm. know, and it's a, it's a, the, the goal is to live out, you know, this thing without you know the the desire of divorcing so you have to understand you're going to be doing life with this person so you need to be sure that when you go into the covenant because that's what marriage is is a covenant you know with god you want to make sure not saying that this person has to be perfect because we are not we are none of us are perfect beings i know i'm not i know as a wife i drop the ball sometimes plenty of times um But the goal is to make a a, a nice life and foundation and create family and to live that out for God. So if you're not doing it for the right reasons, I mean, what we're saying here is not going to attain it. It it truly isn't. And I like that you said you're doing life with that person, because I when you said that, Yvonne, I thought back to uh, a Halloween costume that my husband and I had one year where it was like we were dressed in the jail outfits, the jailbirds. And we took the handcuffs and we cuffed ourselves to each other because that was our Halloween costume. We were doing quote unquote life together as you know, and, but you know, it's true. It's absolutely true. That's exactly what marriage is. And when we go into marriage, we have to have that mind frame that we're looking for somebody to do life with as if we were in prison. Yes. Marriage is like, Ah! I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, don't make them run away. What are you doing? <laughs> no, but the, no, marriage is not like prison. I'm, of course, joking, audience. But in a, in a, in a serious note, though, the the confinement piece it is like prison because if you're doing life in prison, you ain't going nowhere. I don't know if y'all know what life in prison means, but life means yeah. you you die up in that piece. Yeah. You don't get up. You don't get up. Yeah. Um, and so and you, that's what marriage is. You're right. saying that when you take those vows till death do us part. Now, of course, um, and let's not be foolish, ladies. There are situations where you do need to walk away from a marriage mm-hmm. uh, because it's either not safe for you, safe for your children. And I'm not yep. talking about little petty fights and arguments. I'm talking about physical abuse that could Mental lead to abuse. death. Uh, yeah. Yeah, things like that in in situations where you know that God is too good to try to to, to want to uh, leave you in a situation like that. That is Mm -hmm. not his will. So, you know, we're not talking about being foolish and just doing life with someone that, you know, is knocking you upside the head. You know what I'm saying? And hurting your kids. That's Mm -hmm. not what we're saying at all. Or constantly being um, unfaithful. You know, we have to put that out there, too. too. Absolutely. I'm because once highway. the covenant, yeah, once the covenant is broken, actually the word says that we can leave. <laughs> you because you defiled the bed. You defiled exactly. the bed. The covenant's broken. And so, yeah. So, um, ladies, use your discernment, please. The Lord gives it to us. So, um, use your discernment. But that's the great thing about this episode today, because we're going to hopefully give you guys a lot of tips and wisdom to 
consider before you even reach that point. So if yes. he is an Ike Turner, you're <laughs> going to know by the end of this episode what questions to ask to make sure that you don't get yourself married to an Ike Turner. So, oh my goodness, yes, because yes. you have to see how he reflect, uh, how he reacts to conflict. If he so blows important. up off of the littlest things. Uh, yeah, I understand we all have our bad days, but ladies, we know when something scares us, you mm-hmm. know, so absolutely. Um, and like I said, in the previous episode, the red flags are there, but we're so in love. They're purple. And then it's when they turn red, it's too late. So, um, just, I look yeah. at purple like a deep red. So if they purple, you in too deep, girl. You, you really need to get out. If they purple, that means you in too deep, girl. That means they turn b- b- blood beyond blood red, okay? You got to get out, girl, for you be purple. So you got to get out of there. But um, so yeah, Yvonne, so I'm, I'm really excited about this episode. I know that we kind of had a, a, a pre- uh, conversation about this episode and, and the questions that you know we're going to present today and just to give you guys an idea of how this is going to flow this episode's going to flow is we are going to present to you as I stated some questions to um, ask your um, your party your your man the guy that you're dating um, before or during the dating stage but definitely before marriage Um, to determine if this is something that you should continue to pursue further. Now, our caveat to this is that this is not, of course, an all-exclusive list. Like Mm -hmm. Yvonne and I were talking about on the side, um, we have our own personal deal breakers. You know what I mean? I have my own personal deal breakers uh, that are you know, it has nothing to do with this list. Um, but so does Yvonne. And so ladies, you know what your personal deal breakers are. But these questions that we're going to present to you today are definitely questions that you should consider asking uh, casually, not in an interrogating type of way where you're turning on like the spotlight on the man and asking these questions interview for spouse no (laughs) yes no we're not we're not suggesting you do that at all because you will run a good man away especially with these questions yeah Um, but he'll think you're crazy if you come up with a full load of questions sitting at a restaurant somewhere and the first thing you whip out is some paper and it's like five pages long he's like oh my god this is i need to run for the hills before i even get down the aisle and all of a sudden now he's thanking you for, for you know, <laughs> saving him versus, you you know, you're saving yourself. Oh, my goodness. But no. So, but yes. as Yvonne said, when you're first dating, you know, it's a, it's good to have those lighthearted conversations and chats to get to know one another um, on a surface level. Right. Uh, you know just asking questions about, you know, maybe where a person's from originally, you know, what their family, you know, their extended family background looks like, uh, you know, how was their childhood, things like that, you know, just conversation starters. Um, But there, there's a moment when you should uh, ask more serious questions. And again, like I said, not in an integrating, you know, as Yvonne said, interviewing type of way, but oh my God, serious yeah. conversations that serious mature adults need to have before taking things to the next level. And, and, and the reason it's important is because, as we just said, you don't want to find yourself now. And we see this all the time. I know I do, Yvonne, where mm-hmm. women are now ready to walk away yeah. from their marriage because after the fact, they're mm-hmm. finding out things about this person that, like Yvonne just said, are, were purple flags, red flags, what have you. But if they would have took the time to, you know, um, uh, you know, get the stuff out of the way in the beginning, it wouldn't have been a surprise, you know, after they got married. Mm-hmm. So please take these questions to heart um, and, and, and consider, like I said, these asking these questions the moment you are ready to transition from mm-hmm. a dating phase of your relationship to now a courtship relationship. Yeah. Um, and today, I think on this episode for time uh, to be respectful of time, uh, we're just going to touch on some spiritual life questions that you should ask before, you know, when you're at that kind of that stage we just discussed of transitioning your relationship to a more of a, um, uh, you know, 
exclusive uh, courtship. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we jump into these questions, I also want to offer this caveat that um, these questions, some of these questions are going to be very heavy. Uh, That's why, again, we were saying, don't ask them in like an integrating, accusing, uh, defaming, uh, judgmental type of way. Ask them as if you're truly curious, because again, you're seeing this party as somebody that you're truly um, wanting to get serious with. And a lot of us will look at these questions and be like, well, I don't want to ask these questions because what if I hear something I don't want to hear? And then I got to, you know, he could be Mr. Right. And I'm, no, no, no. If he is not either, if he's unwilling to answer these questions or he's giving you an answer that you're feeling uncomfortable in your spirit with accepting, I don't care how good looking he is. I don't care how good smelling he is. I don't care how tall, dark, light, short, don't matter. I don't care about none of that. It, 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 it may not be a good fit for you, sis. It may not be a good, sis, yeah. a good fit the for you. The money, because a lot of people see money and be like, oh, Ooh, man. The money, the, the shiny yeah. object syndrome. Mm-hmm. Ladies, no, let's get rid of that. Once you value that, he, he could be someone that can also use it against you, too. That is so important. Remember, ladies, you cannot be bought. Even Mm -hmm. if you have your own money, Yvonne, that is a very good point for you to bring up. Ladies, we cannot be bought. We are not an object. We are a person. We have feelings. We have emotions. We have spiritual needs Mm -hmm. as well as physical needs. And we should want more. Your value, you can't put a price tag on that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good, Yvonne. Um, So, so these questions are heavy. They're pretty heavy, right? Um, and so it's okay to offer uh, context to why you're asking these questions. You better, because I'm looking at some of these questions, and I'm just like, if you just come off the bat like this, like, why are you asking me these questions? You better have some context. <laughs> yes, because you have to build the story. You know mm-hmm. the reason why. You have to, you know, like you said, you have to. It should be, even though it's a, it'll be like a, a serious conversation. It should be something where both parties should be in a in a comfortable place with discussing. So mm-hmm. I think the more context, the more story you tell, um, to more sometimes, especially men, you know what I mean, that they will be able to open up. And if I'm honest, sometimes these men should be asking us these questions too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're 100 percent correct. Again, on both sides of it, that's why parties walk into these marriages and these marriages don't last. One time, Yvonne, I I know I think you touched on it, uh, I think in one of the first or second episodes, but you talked about the divorce rate, or maybe I'm I'm mistaken, but I really want us to really bring that to one of the episodes, the divorce rate in just the United States alone, Mm -hmm. for people to uh, see really what it is that People are, couples are getting divorced every day at a fast rate, a fast rate like we've never seen before. And again, I truly believe it because they didn't do their homework first. So, you know, give some context to the, to, to the reason you're asking the questions, but also in the midst of giving that context and, you know, making that, um, asking these asking these questions in like a conversational type of approach let that person know that you really want to find someone that shares the same values as you mm-hmm. and if you're both are if you both are serious about taking this relationship to a higher and more ex- exclusive level mm-hmm. they will respect this they will respect mm-hmm. this approach i i truly believe a real man will and because they understand that there's some real things that do need to be discussed. It's like I said, especially if it's a man that for the most part has his stuff together. And mm-hmm. as Yvonne said, these might be some questions you might turn around. Now you under integration, you know yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> he might start asking you some questions mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's 100% okay. Because mm-hmm. again, real adults have real conversations. Children, mm-hmm. they put things on the shelves and you don't want to be bothered with it, hoping that it'll go away. You know what I mean? Yeah. But adults, they face problems head on because that's what we're supposed to do as, a, as adults. So we're going to go through these questions. And as we go through these spiritual life questions, 
Yvonne, I know I told you that we're going to make this into a game, so you have to play with me. Oh, my uh, gosh. This, this <laughs> chick here. She heard her game. Oh, my goodness. So, but this is going to be a fun game, ladies. So with each question, I'm going to ask Yvonne if this question should be asked during the dating stage. When, again, mm-hmm. dating is more, ex- um, uh, you know, um, dating on exclu- purpose, you're yeah, dating on purpose, yeah. but you're not 100% real serious about each other yet. So, you may be yet. seeing other people, he may be seeing, um, you know, other people, whatever. But so, and then she's going to tell us if we should ask it either in the dating stage or in the courting stage. Um, so, and then she's going to give us context behind why she chose what she chose. So here we go with the game, guys. Yay. Okay. Here we go. So- <laughs> we are not doing any game songs. Not going to sing no dude, dude, do <laughs> the game song. Okay. No. Okay. So here we go. So here's the first question. And this is a serious question. The first question that you should ask is, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you believe he is the Lord and Savior of all. Yvonne, should this question be asked during the dating stage or the courting stage? Me personally, I'm, it, you know, I don't know. I've been out the game for a minute. But if this was me, this would be during the dating period because I'm not going into a courtship, an exclusive person, if I'm not knowing where his face lies. Because, like I said, the end goal for me is marriage. And I'm not the one to have conflicting spirits you know in my life and in my home mm-hmm. so um yes for him to be a christian man is important to me and i'm glad you said do you believe in jesus christ because and we've said this before a lot of people say oh i believe in god well whose god are you serving mm, because are good. we serving a capital g or a little g you know because mm-hmm. my god's a living god he comes with a capital g and Jesus Christ is the son of, uh, of God. So if we're, if, if those two things aren't in the same play, then we're not talking about the same person. Amen so to that. Amen. Dating, dating for me, that has to be number one. And people can say, well, oh, that's, you can throw away a good man. I, I, he could be a good man. He's just not a good man for me. Oh, let me, let me clap that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah to that. That's a word but right he there. Has it all. He looks good on paper. That's fine. That's fine. He absolutely could check all the rest of my boxes. But for me, that's the first box to check. That's a good. Because I, only mm. Christ can give me what this man can't. Mm. That's so, good. Yeah. That's Yvonne, you talked about, you know, having conflicting spirits in the home. That is so, so important for women to realize that that, that can happen. I mean, mm-hmm. even after you're married and you you both are Christians, like yeah. if my husband comes in with a, a spirit of, you know, because he's had a long day or whatnot, my spirit can detect that spirit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And immediately I go into prayer for him or, you know, I try to give him his space until he can unwind and, you know, whatever. But uh, that that's so, so important. And when I feel like I need to call that spirit out of him he receives that because he mm-hmm. is too a Christian. Yep. Now imagine ladies, you're a Christian. Your husband is not a Christian. He comes home with, you know, demonic spirits. Let's keep it 100. He comes yeah. home with demonic spirits. He brings them into your ho- your home. Now you have chaos in your home. Mm-hmm. And then you try to cast it out and he thinks you're some voodoo doctor now because so, he don't know what's happening. You know what I mean? And so now the whole house is in an uproar. So that that is so important. I love that you said ask that question during the dating stage, because yeah. if you're a Christian woman, you should not be afraid to ask that question. No, I think yeah. so many women, women, like you said, Ivana said that was so good when you said that so many women that are Christian refrain from asking this question because they are afraid they're going to run away that tall, dark, handsome, you know, body making man, ma- money, make, you know what I'm saying? He, oh, he's got the whole package. He ain't got the whole package. If he ain't got Jesus Christ, period. Yes. And let's do, okay. Disclaimer piece real quick, because I can just hear and the Holy spirit dropped it in my spirit because a lot of women can say, there's some, there's some, uh, basically some messed up men who go to church. That I didn't say anything true. about church. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, not you. I said in my spirit. That's what I'm hearing that other 
women probably could say, well, they're supposed to be men that's supposed to go to church and are Christ followers and they act like men of the world. That is true. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that isn't. That is absolutely true. But we should know the fruit of what that man is. You know what I mean? You should be able to tell, like we always say, how is he walking the talk? See mm-hmm. what he's about. Is he generous? If he's saying he's a Christ follower, is he generous? Is he caring? Does he have empathy? You know, do you see all the qualities that a Christ follower should display? I mean, this is when you start paying attention because a lot of people, and we said this off to the side, <laughs> you just said, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to say it, but <laughs> there is there is some that might believe in their heart. You know, Jesus died, rose and on the third day and will come back and things like that, but they live in like the world, but they truly in their heart, they are saved. Um, because they believe in Jesus, but they're not, they, their fruit don't display that. You know what I mean? So we have Oh, to make- yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about those yeah. that squeak their way in heaven. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. It is so true. It's so true. Lady, there are people that we, y'all probably some of them too, that, I, I, you know what? Okay. I'm worried about my own salvation, like we talked about in Bible study last night. I'm worried about my own salvation. I'm squeaking my way in heaven too. <laughs> so if I can just get through, you know what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. But you know, yeah. But you you're ahead. right, because there are, there are, you know, when we say that he has to display the fruits of the spirit, it does mm-hmm. not mean that he has to be perfect. No, exactly. but we're going to get into, you know, those other parts of it so that you are not just, you know, hitching up with a band that says he, he knows Jesus wept is the only scripture and he goes to church, <laughs> you know, Christmas and Easter and, and yet he's a Christian, you know what I mean? Christians. Yeah, yep. no, no, we're not talking about him. You might want to stay away from him, but we what we what we're not saying though is even though he may not go to church all the time and maybe he only knows the, the, the verse Jesus wept that he's still not saved because the mm-hmm. Bible is very clear on what salvation is. So yeah. there's more to this, but that is a very crucial question to ask. That's the very first questions as Christians, lady. All jokes aside, as Christians, we should ask a man before we, you know, consider getting serious with him. And in that we're going to ask that in the dating stage. I agree with that um, assessment, Yvonne. Yeah. Next question. When, when did you become, a, um, let me say this. When did you become a Christian? And the reason I recommend asking this question is because of what Yvonne just said that, you know, the Bible is clear in Romans uh chapter 10 verse 9 you know what salvation is actually read all of chapter 10 personally i recommend Mm -hmm. that but it's very clear on what salvation uh, truly is and how you acquire it um knowing when a person got saved will help you understand where they are in their spiritual walk and this is beneficial to you too ladies because if you maybe you just got saved like two hours ago and so now you're saved and now this man has been saved for 30 years and i mean he's truly i mean not just saved but sanctified filled with the holy spirit he knows his word he casts out demons he prays he yeah he's he's a man of god you know it's important to know where he's at spiritually and know where you're at spiritually because even then you can be unequally yoked right because he may look at you as, okay, I don't know if I'm ready to go backwards and deal with a woman that's not as spiritually mature as I am. And then also for you, if you're more spiritually mature than he is, you may not want to um, be, you may feel like that the converse, it would be difficult to hold a conversation with him um, on that spiritual level, uh, 
it, it's just preference. It's just preference. But you may find it a little bit more difficult to hold that spiritual conversation with him to have that prayer time that, you know, that couple prayer time to, you know, have, you know, be both involved in the church to, you know, uh, b- break bread and break scripture with that may. And, and especially if you're somewhere where that's something that's really important to you, you know, breaking bread in the scripture, having that devoted prayer time, being heavily involved in your church. If that's something that's very important, like I said, you got to know what your passions are in life. Mm -hmm. If that's a passion of yours, but he's not there yet in his spiritual walk, trust me, it's going to irritate you when you're going to the fifth bake sale at the church for the year and he wants to sit at home and watch football. That's going to make you upset. You know, and not that he's doing anything wrong and not that you're doing anything wrong for wanting him to go. But right. You're at two different walks. You're at two different places in your walk. And if that's not something that you're willing to accept being in two different places uh, of your walk, you will find yourself unequally yoked. And truthfully, you will find yourself unhappy in your relationship and going forward in your marriage. So uh, what happens then is resentment. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And um, I, I can totally see that. And only because, you know, when someone is newly, you know, newly walking in the faith, you know, following Christ, you know, like we always say, transformation doesn't happen right away. Transformation mm-hmm. happens over a course of time. So therefore, there might be times where either party might be back, not backsliding per se, but still trying to, you know, figure out the kinks and things like that. And if he's like you said, he's already like fully been sanctified man of God and she's still going through the trenches almost because it takes mm-hmm. a while. I, mm-hmm. And I can I, I am a witness to that. That has happened Amen. to me. And um, until you find your footing and your groove, because everybody's, you know, walk and faith is different. He handles us. It's an individual thing, you know, so he might not you know, not saying that, you know, some men won't, but maybe like you said, if he, he, maybe he doesn't want that old stuff back in his life. Mm. Triggers. Yeah. Triggers, especially if he Mm. dealt with anything like, you know, alcohol, like maybe he doesn't drink and then she's, you know, she's not a drunk or nothing, but she's like just having wine here and there and stuff like that. But he had an issue. Yeah, and he and the so Lord good, took Yvonne. that from his mouth and now mm-hmm. he's dealing with someone who drinks. Maybe he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, that's so good. That's some wisdom so right there. Girl. It's a that's, lot. It's a lot. That's some wisdom right there, girl. I mean, for real, for real. Like now, ladies, you know, we you know, like we like to have fun and stuff on this podcast, absolutely. Yeah. But this is some real stuff right here because Yvonne, everything you said is biblically biblically based. The Bible tells us that we should be careful and not being somebody else's stumbling block. Mm -hmm. It says that we are better off, you know, tying an anchor to our uh, ankles, to our feet and casting ourselves into the sea than to lead somebody else astray. Mm -hmm. That is how serious Christ is about that. And so Yvonne, Mm -hmm. you made a very, very, very valid point. You know, knowing where each other are at in their spiritual walks, Mm -hmm. that's so important because you don't want to end up, uh, causing someone and not intentionally, not, you know, yeah, but not nonetheless causing someone to backslide because you're at two different places in your spiritual walk. And that's, Ooh, that's a word right there. Yeah. And we ain't talking about if you move warm, that's a different conversation. We talking about if, <laughs> if you're just an infant in the faith, but we going to talk about that lukewarm situation later. Okay. So <laughs> Because <laughs> he, he, he said, I don't want you. I'm going to chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'd rather have <laughs> yeah, you hot cold. Yeah. So, this question When did you become a Christian? And also, before I ask you which category you'd put this in, let me also add this uh, this latter part. Having or having this, this discussion, whether it's at the um, the dating stage or at the um, courting stage, wherever Yvonne decides that we should put it. Um, it's also a great conversation starter to Yvonne's point on how they got saved. 
you know what I mean? Opening them up to share their testimony because maybe they want to share their testimony. I'm not saying pry their testimony out of them, Mm -hmm. but asking when they got saved may open them up to share their testimony so they can share something like that, like Yvonne just perfectly described with you, you know. I came to Christ because I was at my lowest. I lost my job because I had an alcohol problem. I lost my, you know, wife and my kids. Well, now you found out he had a wife and kids, you know, so that checks the other ones off the box. But <laughs> it's, but you know, <laughs> whoa, 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 let's back up to that. <laughs> yes. So now you you found out that he had a wife and kids, you know, in an alcohol problem. And again, not saying that, you know, it's immediately cast as, you know, as not being, uh, you know, uh, uh, a good candidate for, for to be wed, but it's mm-hmm. now revealing other information that you likely want to know and you should know. So again, by asking that that question, you know, when did you become a Christian? It could open up to him sharing his background and how he came to the faith. And also, you will know how to support him. So if you're to Yvonne's yeah. example, you know, occasional wine drinker, and you know, he struggled with alcoholism, that relationship still could work now that you know mm-hmm. that he had that struggle where you don't, you know, drink around him, you know what I mean? And you respect yeah. that. So that's awesome. Where should we put this question? That was a good one, Yvonne. Oh, man. Because um, I was thinking about that while you were talking. And I think it's like, it's, oh, I know it's like either or, but for me, I feel like it's somewhere in the middle because if that's where you get ready to get serious and y'all probably having more of them deeper conversations because we already established that, you know, at this point that he is, you know, a follower of Christ and things like that. So at this point, maybe later on, like I said, when it gets ready to turn serious and you guys are having a conversation that I, you know, uh, maybe like you said, give the context about yourself first and then maybe, so when did you become a Christian? You know, how did you end up on the faith walk or whatever and see where that segues? Because um, like I said, I don't, when it's fresh, So you think like, maybe like right at the, that border where you're like ready to yeah, tip it over from dating to courtship? I think Is that right kind of what there, you're thinking? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like right there in the middle because if in my mind, because let's keep it real ladies, if we were already dating this man and we can see it's going to maybe courtship, um, we already know some of the questions we might want to ask. We want to get a little deeper because I know for myself, I am, um, I connect on an emotional level. And that's kind of where I am, what, what, how I, you know, my, 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 what you call the little tingly things, you know, they start going off. Intuition. My, well, no, not my intuition. The, see- my, my, my sexual beaming. Ding, 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 ding. Oh my God. Your limbido. <laughs> God, God, God. <laughs> Hey, we're married. Oh we can talk like this. Something oh. happens when it, it, it's it's emotional and it's intellectual and it's deep, you know. And mm-hmm. I can't have that conversation with you when I'm first off dating you, like when I'm first meeting you. But in my mind, I'm knowing it's going this way. Like you know, we're vibing. You know, I can see us. You know, so I'm starting to create more in-depth conversations yes. as it's leading into courtship because now I want to know more about this person like I'm already know some things but I want to know more I crave more to know about this person where he's come from where it's what's his background just more of that so it's kind of like that like you said that almost tipping point into um to the next level yeah so that's kinda yes no I get exactly I what hope I saying. you know put that put, put, put right <laughs> Probably not, but that's okay. Like you said, we're all grown women on here. But you know, Yvonne, I love that though, because you talked about that deeper level of attraction, right? Yes. And that is that goes beyond looks, ladies. That goes mm-hmm. beyond money. That goes beyond status. When you mm-hmm. can have an intellectual conversation with someone, that is so attractive. When you're a grown woman. Yeah. Now, if you ain't when a grown, woman, a grown then woman, then you like messy stuff. 
you know, you need yeah. to grow up before you even think about getting married. But um, when you are a grown woman, you want somebody like Yvonne just said that you can have that intellectual deep, you know, com- those deep conversations with. And, and I, you know, just quickly, just thinking about my husband, that is where we really started like vibing and connecting when we mm-hmm. were able to start having those for real, for real conversations. You feel what I'm saying, sis? Like, mm-hmm. like stuff that. I couldn't talk to any of the other uh, uh, guys that I used to, you know, entertain back in the day. I couldn't have the conversations with them that I had with my cousin, my my husband. And that's how I knew my husband was different from the rest. And I ended up marrying this man because I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is it. This is what I've been looking for. But um, it's so true. It's it's such a deeper, deeper level of. of just uh, attraction that comes with that. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, I, let me connect- tell you. Yeah, and then there's a connect. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we can mm-hmm. talk about that connection piece. All okay, all right. Yeah, the next thing <laughs> you know, y'all talking about Jesus and y'all both naked. Y'all, we y'all, y'all talking about having premarital sex. So. <laughs> Jesus, Lord, like you made me have sex with this man, and I ain't even married, Lord. I oh God, oh okay. my God, Lord, okay. help us. Oh yeah, tell me, Jesus. Okay, here we go. Next question, because this is an important question too. Where do you attend church, and mm. is that a done a denominational church? So let's start with the first question. Where Ooh. do you attend church? This question. This is question important. right here. It's very important because right now, yeah, this is where you need to like, find out if this man die, if y'all have y'all his funeral, his funeral at a funeral home or at a, at a church where he attend church, where they know his name, first and last name, you know, they see him often, you know, things like that. You need to figure that out. Okay. That's first and foremost. Also too, I'm going to just, you talked about that. I'm, I was talking about like, um, and uh, Lord, I please hold my tongue if I'm about to say something that's not in line with your word. But we have to make sure that we're not dating a holiday Christian, yeah, a holiday Christian, and also to a bedside Christian. That, that too. But also to what what is he being fed at his church? Because if he's going to church and he's a Christian. Is it a church that preaches Old Testament type style to where he now he thinks that we talk about being submissive and the man being a leader, but some men who are being preached from the Old Testament style can be very dominating. You do you see where I'm leading? And I I do. I do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize that. And I know, I know what you're, where you're, you're trying to go, Yvonne. I wouldn't categorize it as an old Testament type of approach in teaching, but a more of a, um, of a, a masculine type of teaching. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because, you know, God is good from Genesis to Revelation. So we know that, yes. you know what I'm saying? The, the word is the word. And we praise God for the New Testament, but the New Testament is very clear that it does not cancel out the Old Testament to no, a no, certain no. extent. What, what, what I mean by Old Testament, though, like I'm talking about, yeah, the masculine, we can say masculine, but yeah. it's more of the, the condemnation piece to where I'm trying to make it make sense to where it's like he's under like when we had Bible study last night we were talking about the people who remain under the law and we know that you know the Jesus Christ came so we don't have to live under the law that we are now you know are saved by grace Um, and so what I'm trying to say is if he is going to maybe something like that, like I said, I'm not naming any churches or whatever or denominations, but maybe the way that he rolls is it kind of like how if I'm a Christ follower, you know what I'm saying? We're not yeah. going the same way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to make sure that he has a, a, a spirit of grace. That he's a Christian yes. and he doesn't have just a religious spirit. Because there we go. Yes. I'm like, I'm trying to get there. <laughs> no, yes. I, I, I was following you. He says, yeah, having a religious spirit is that 
uh, as Yvonne was saying that 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 mentality that if I I gotta follow the law I, I you know I'm you know mm-hmm. this is what makes me righteous that's a, a yes, self righteous spirit yes, yes, and yes. that there is you not go. you know that's not what Christ Christ we won't start getting into the law and all that stuff right now yeah. but we know that Christ. He, he came to fulfill the law. He didn't come yeah. to abolish the law, the words that he came to fulfill it. Therefore, we are no longer under the law. We are under grace. And so yes. when you, there's a difference from having that grace spirit and that religious spirit. As there a matter of fact, the Pharisees in the New Testament had that religious spirit, and that's why they couldn't fall under grace. And so you, you're right, Yvonne, we just talked about this in Bible study. So I know exactly what you're saying. There is a difference because yes. it actually, we're going to get into why like, we do this together, because you'll fill in my blank to where it makes sense <laughs> no and actually that's gonna i don't want to okay hold that because that is that's gonna lead into another question that i put on this list that you should ask a man um when you're because right now we're touching on the spiritual life questions you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out what does his spiritual life look like because yeah. you want to make sure that his spiritual life really mirrors your spiritual life or it, it's uh even maybe uh, more evolved in your spiritual life because you want to grow into that. Right. And Mm -hmm. that's totally okay. Um, Mm -hmm. But, and so I I definitely agree with that. Make sure that, you know, you're, you're, he's not just a a religious, uh, he has a religious spirit uh, that's masculine and dominating because that is kind of what was uh, the thing in the old Testament that Mm -hmm. women were to be silent and seen and not heard. And, Mm -hmm. and men were, you know, the ones that just kind of, controlled everything um mm-hmm. and, and that jesus okay i'm gonna leave that there because yeah. that's yeah. not what today is We're not no. going in that nope yeah. we are equal the bible says we are all equal under christ man woman race don't matter um when I think about church, I think about, you know, of course, I was joking about the whole, I was half serious, though, about the whole, you know, if you die, we went to the funeral home, or we having it at a church. But also, I want to know where you attend church for the denominational piece, because to Yvonne's point, there's so many different types of teaching out there. And I got to uh, make sure that, you know, the teaching that you're receiving aligns with what I'm receiving. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that my teaching that I receive is better than your teaching, but mm-hmm. it has to align because also when you get married uh, and I have seen this happen, y'all usually you don't see couples going to two different churches. I have seen mm-hmm. couples where the wife either leaves the church that she was attending before they got married and start attending her husband's church or vice versa. You don't see couples going to different churches on Sunday morning. Because a house divided cannot stand. So you have to make sure that your, you know, the the teaching, the spiritual teaching and feeding that you both are receiving is in alignment. And truthfully, if the Bible is the final authority, there shouldn't be no argument or, you know, uh, debate about that right there. Um, So with this question, that actually leads into another question I put on here. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, here it is right here. As the patriarch of the family, how do you envision you would lead your household? That's another great reason to know what type of church he is attending. Because if he goes to a church, and I learned this in our spiritual protocol class at our church, if he goes to a church where it's more of a matriarch type of church, where the women are constantly leading, where there's more women in the church than men, where it's the women are doing everything and the men are just kind of laid back and not doing anything. Mm -hmm. That may be the mentality that he brings into your marriage Mm -hmm. where he doesn't know how to lead your household as the patriarch, because he's never seen that actually done in the house of God and leading your household as a Christian man is leading is different from leading your household as a non-Christian man, because Mm -hmm. a non-Christian man leading the household relies more on his upbringing where Mm -hmm. a Christian man depends on leading his house based on what he sees in the body of Christ. So when, if in his body of Christ, he sees a lot of men, he sees, you know, a lot of families. He sees Mm -hmm. that the pastor, if it's a man is a strong man of God. He has a wife. He's, he's committed to that one woman. He's not Mm -hmm. chasing Taylor all across the church. He's got, you know, his children in order. That is a, 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 a example and a role model for that man to come home and be that patriarch of his household. So 
it's so deep. It, it's so much deeper than just, you know, asking, well, would you go to the church down the street or you go to the church? You know, it's way deeper than that. I want to know, as you said, Yvonne, how are you being fed? What mm-hmm. do you feel? What are you seeing as far as yeah. not be seeing, but or, well, I guess seeing too. Thank you, Lord. What are you seeding, seeing and what are you uh, seeding from your yeah. church? Seeding is uh, taking from your church and planting in the ground of your home. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing in your church and what are you seeding? That is mm-hmm. so, so, so important. Yeah, because as good. a man in your house, you want a man that's going to lead. You don't yeah. want to, if I know somebody kicking our door, I'm, I mean, I might grab the fofo, but I'm just kidding. But Man, listen, <laughs> but, we know how to protect ourselves. Hey, we, I'm telling you, me and my husband, we going toe to toe with whoever, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's just the type of ride or die that I am. But at the same time, I don't want him running like a mouse. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I got to protect all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, uh-uh, absolutely not. I need to know, I need to be able to trust that you're going to lead, that you're going to provide, that you're going to be that man, that Christian man that I need you to be. All goes back mm-hmm. to what are you eating? What are you eating yeah. and what are you seeding? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would put this question for me as an, as dating, because like I said, I don't want to get into courtship and Cause you can kind of see in a way how a man leads, like when you get ready to, you know, dating and courtship, just kind of way that he kind of carries himself. Mm. Um, so you can mm-hmm. kind of tell like the confidence that he carries if he's a true leader, just by the way that he's comfortable with taking the lead approach in certain things. Um, and so for me, I would ask this like right off the bat in the dating process, because I would also want to know what his family background looked like, you know, and I know that's kind of like on the natural side that we got coming next week. Um, but also want to know what's his background look like. Did he have, you know, positive male role models in his life? If he did, was it a coach? Was it a teacher? If his father wasn't at home, was it an uncle? You know, things like that. So I would kind of see where he picked that up from if he was brought up in a single parent household um, just to see if he's seen it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would kind of, I would actually put that in, I would put that in dating. Absolutely. Love it. I love it. I know we're already coming up on our time. We said we were going to set this one at 45 minutes, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. Because <laughs> she told me y'all before we even started like, no, this is not what we're going to do. I'm like, I I know, it. but this is when so, this is so good. Go. Yes. Hallelujah to that. Because uh, we're going to, I mean, these are some really, really great questions. So we're going to touch, we're going to touch on a couple more and then to hear the rest, we're going to have to just split this up, Yvonne, cause we can't, we can't, we got to do what the Lord leads us to do as far as this, episode, this, this segment goes, we got to do what the Lord tells us to do. And I believe that there are women out here that are going to hear this and they are going to be blessed. I know you're out there taking notes. I already know. Cause I know I'd be taking notes. Man, when I, I listen it. to podcasts, when I'm working, I have a notebook on the side and I'd be like, right. when I've been listening to different podcasts, like, man, so believe yes. me, I hope you guys are taking notes. Um, like I said, we're not therapists, we're, we're not counselors, we're not pastors, even though my spiritual development thing is said pastor stewardship, number three, we got to talk about that another time, Shalante. but uh, <laughs> nope, I say let the Holy Spirit lead and let the Holy Spirit do what he do, because but, only the Holy Spirit know, go ahead. Yes, but we're 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 not pastors. We're not teachers. We're not. We, know, no, wait, wait, hold on. Speak for yourself. I am a teacher, and because you I said the God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, those type of things. I'm just saying, like disclaimer. So if it this stuff, you know, if you're not taking it to heat, it ain't our fault, and you ain't gonna come looking for us. So you know, sometimes you got to put them disclaimers out there because folks crazy these days. Um, well, you know what? If you, if you don't listen to us, then you setting yourself up for failure because these are straight up questions uh, that honestly, I being who I am today, and I know Yvonne, we talked about this as we were kind of going through the questions before the call. Mm-hmm. Um, we these are questions that I totally would ask 
in, like I said, in just standard conversation, not in an integrating, uh, accusing type of way, but in conversation to get to know the person that I'm dating and thinking about courting, I would totally ask these questions because, you know, these, these are, these are serious questions. These are things that trust, trust me, ladies, well, you yeah. want to know before know. you get into a serious relationship. Yeah, if um, I was dating now, I would really know because, like I said, my 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 faith in Christ is important to me. Absolutely, you know I mean? and I don't want to bring in another spirit that is going to have me um, in conflict. That's you right. Know what I mean, you're not going to bring a storm to where I'm at. I'm sorry, you ain't going to do that. Yes, um, and and, yeah. and take me back to where I worked. So the Holy Spirit and the Lord, uh, we've all together, the three of us have worked mm-hmm. so hard to, you know, bring me from and, and, mm-hmm. and marrying and getting connected with the wrong person will do that. That's why the Bible is so clear and saying, do not be unequally yoked. Yeah. That is so, so important. So ladies, we truly hope, uh, and, and I believe that you're taking these questions to heart and you're really going back and you're taking them to the father and you're praying on them and he's you know giving you whatever type of assurance that you need in your spirit in regard to the things that we're saying because we want to see you find the person that God has destined you to be with and we want you to make it last forever that's what we want ultimately for every woman that desires to be a wife Yvonne we have about uh, four minutes before we have to wrap this thing up um I want the next question is, do you attend church on a regular basis? I I, I, I want to get into that. We, we already kind of touched on it a little bit, but I really wanted to get into that a little bit more because um, regular church attendance is important. Um, I know Sometimes for men, it's hard to attend church on a regular basis. Um, I know men are, you know, more practical uh, creatures than women are. Women, we, we, we lean more on our emotions for, you know, certain things or whatnot where men are more practical. So I understand that it's, it's hard for them to, um, to attend church re- on a regular basis. But when you talked about, you know, that patriarch piece and, you know, wanting to know, you know, what type of upbringing you know, did this person have, because that shapes who they are as a man in the natural. However, I believe at the same time, as I stated, when a man is in church and he's seen other men lead their families, when he's seen his pastor, you know, lead his family and being a good husband to his wife and a good father to his kids, you know, that can change and will change uh, that, that, you know, what that man previously experienced in the natural. It, I've seen that in my own family. That's how I know that that's, that's real. And that that's possible. Um, you know, my husband, he never knew his father. So he didn't have that male figure to, um, to, you know, really look up to. But when we started attending church, you know, and him getting connected to the different men in the church who were married and, and fathers and things like that, that helped him uh, not only become a better uh, husband and father, but to become a better Christian husband and father. And that's, you know, and that's different. I'm telling you that that's a different being a Christian husband and father. It's so different from just being, uh, you know, unbeliever who's a, who's a father and a, and a husband. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? No, yeah, no, everything you just said um, is so true. And ladies, um, I'm just going to piggyback off of uh, her real quick allow him to lead allow him to lead because sometimes I know some and I'm the only reason I'm saying because I have sometimes a takeover spirit and I can be like I can do it all like that's because you know our mother raised us and we've seen her do it all so I can do it all you know what I mean and sometimes I have to fall back and the Holy Spirit will tell me he got it. He will really tell me like, cause he did it. He did it to me a few times. I'm like, I'll just do it. And he's like, I, I, he'll got, he got it. And so I have to fall back and then allow him to step up and be the lead. 
Um, so that's kind of what we have to do also. Now, that does not mean we diminish ourselves or shrink ourselves because we want him to feel like a man. That is not what I'm talking about. That's a totally different conversation. If that's how you feel it, this conversation is not for you. But a man can only do what we are able to give him space to do. So that's what I got. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And and that even goes with his spiritual walk. And when we mm-hmm. talk about, you know, attending church regular, you know, on a regular basis, um, you know, initially when we started going to church, you know, me and my husband, not, you know, being somebody that was racing, uh, that was raised to, you know, go to church truthfully, you know what I mean? And then being, you know, adults, young adults, and, you know, now, you know, walking this, this Christian walk together, praise God. Um, he didn't come, you know, when I first started going. And mm-hmm. I remember that, uh, you know, he would come every now and then. And uh, one of the older couples in our church, uh, they would ask, you know, where he's at or whatever. And I, sometimes I would kind of bashfully, you know, say and kind of embarrassingly, to be honest with you, say, oh, he's at home. And I remember the older gentleman, he would always tell me exactly what you said, Yvonne, give him give him his time in due season. You know, don't don't push him. Don't, you know, when God God will work on his heart. God will, you know, what I'm saying and, and he'll, you know, because he said I used to be the same way. And so when you say let him lead. That's part of that, too. You know what I mean? Um, maybe, you know, again, you know what your deal breakers are, ladies. Now, if you absolutely need a man to attend church every single Sunday after Sunday with you, and if that if he doesn't, that's going to bother you, then that's a deal breaker for you. But if, if this is a man that is, uh, you know, at a different, like we talked about, spiritual stage than you are. And I'm not talking about he's just is pretending to be, you know, he just ain't. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about he's just, you know, God is working on his heart because God will reveal that to you if you're at where you, you're supposed to be spiritually. Um, God will reveal that to you that, you know, like Yvonne just said, I love that you just said that be patient. I got this. He's, he's got this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, eventually that man will begin to attend, you know, church with you on, on a regular basis. And again, I'm speaking that from experience. My husband and I, we said that uh, we were talking and he, I was like, um, you know, when did you like start attending church? And he was like, you know, I don't know. He said, I know I used to go every now and then with you, but like attending like on a regular basis, like he's like, I don't know. He said, it just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and now we do that faithfully as a family every week. So, um, Amen. yeah, you, you ladies, like I said, you know what your deal breakers are. But um, ultimately, like Yvonne said, you know, give him give him space to lead because um, he is a man and God did make him the head of the family to lead. Uh, so we got to know when to take a back yeah. seat. And wow, so Yvonne, we're already yeah. over our time. I can't even believe it. Oh, you can't believe it? I, I can believe it. <laughs> I can believe it. I told you this was going to happen. I know. But this this was so, so good. So, um, ladies, make sure you come back next um, next time for uh, the next episode where we're going to continue uh, going through these spiritual life questions. Because, again, we're just in the spiritual life. Now, I'll tell you, the natural questions are not as long. But the spiritual ones, we we definitely got to get these out the way. Because like Yvonne said at the top of the hour, um, you know, some of these questions, like the first question, you know, they're just they're deal breakers. You know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. got to make sure that the man has a spiritual life together. You don't want to be unequally yoked. You don't definitely don't want no demons up in your house running around acting crazy. Man, for real. Uh, you you need to be able to identify that stuff from the jump. So any mm-hmm. final thoughts from you, Yvonne? Um, no. Um we we kinda you know gave a lot. So I I don't have anything. Wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any. Like I said, I, I, we. I mean, we 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 cut through some meat. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I don't have it. We laid it out on the table, and I can't wait until um, next week to go through the rest of these um, and actually break some of these things down some more. And I swear, when I'm reading some of these things, I, I wish. You know, we always say 
like, man, I would do a do-over, you know, of how I handled my life. But, mm-hmm. you know. Definitely want to say that's every- from some bozos. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking when I was putting this list together like Jesus where were you like 25 years ago (laughs) man he was like I was right there we weren't listening yeah like (laughs) I I was there where was your antennas at (laughs) where was your (laughs) (laughs) oh Jesus help us (laughs) oh my god let's see (laughs) all right I got this. I ain't got nothing. Because then we can't. Yep. No. Where was your antennas at? You are all. You are AM. That's what you were. You are AM. Yeah, you was on the wrong channel. I'm sitting up here on FM. You all on AM. Static and everything. (laughs) Oh, that's a good analogy. Because it doesn't get in. There was no signal at all. No signal. Just just straight disconnected. But all right. Well, we're definitely ladies. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Making It Last Forever. forever. Christian marriage and relationship um, podcast. So we are d- definitely grateful that you continue to uh, follow us in uh, on social media, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram's coming soon. Check out ChristLedDiva.com. All the playback episodes are on there as well. Um, yeah, and we're just going to look forward to seeing you guys next week or, you know, speaking with you guys next week. Yvonne, do you want us to pray us out or you want me to pray us out? Uh, you can pray out because, yeah. Okay. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we definitely thank you for this time of coming together, Father God, and uh, sharing the wisdom that you place in our spirit for uh, the women that will listen to this podcast, Lord. Father, we thank you, Father God, that uh, both me and Yvonne uh, have learned from our mistakes, Father God, in past relationships, and that we now have the wisdom, Father God, to share, Father God, with your blessing, Father God, uh, all that we've learned, Father God, um, to get to uh, where we are today and lord you know that our relationships are far from perfect with our husband's father but they're good father and they're sustainable and they're pleasing to you and that is what we want to um we want for all women to have that truly desire it. So Lord, um, we just ask that you keep everyone under the sound of my voice safe, Father God, um, and in their comings and in their goings, Father, and allow them to come back to this podcast for the next episode uh, so that they can um, truly get the wisdom that they need to uh, meet their Boaz and make their marriage, if that is your will, last forever. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. You ladies have a wonderful night. And we will talk to you soon. See you next time. (laughs) Next time.